Hi, I'm Damien Huffenden with your 7 News Briefing for Friday, January 21. Western Australian Premier Mark McGowan's decision to push back the opening of the state's border indefinitely due to the threat of Omicron has divided the country. Many WA residents have praised the, quote, tough decision by McGowan, while those in eastern states who have family in the West they haven't seen for two years have slammed the decision. McGowan called a snap press conference late yesterday to make the announcement, conceding some travel exemption rules would be relaxed with new settings that focus on safety and compassion from February 5. But even those trying to get into WA will need to satisfy strengthened entry requirements, including obtaining an approved G2G pass, being triple dose vaccinated, returning a negative rat before departure and undertaking 14 days of self-quarantine upon arrival. They'll also need to undergo PCR testing within 48 hours of arrival and again on day 12 of self-quarantine and anyone they quarantine with will be subject to the same rules. The death of an eight-week-old baby at a hospital in the New South Wales Hunter Valley region in December has been referred to the coroner after it was revealed the infant had tested positive for COVID-19. It comes as the state recorded its deadliest day of the pandemic so far, 46 deaths bringing the state toll to 1,024. Chief Health Officer Kerry Chant confirmed seven of those are historical cases added to the death toll following a coronial investigation. Despite the number of deaths, Deakin University epidemiologist Epidemiologist Catherine Bennett has told AAP there are promising signs the state is past the worst of the outbreak, including a drop in hospitalisations. And the first of a series of aid flights have reached Tonga five days after a volcanic eruption and tsunami devastated the small South Pacific nation. An Australian Globemaster and a New Zealand Air Force Hercules landed yesterday after ash was cleared off the International Airport runway. The planes were carrying disaster relief supplies, including desalination equipment, to help with a drinking water shortage. The HMAS Adelaide is also on its way to Tonga after departing Brisbane early this morning, loaded up with more supplies and aid. The United Nations says about 84,000 people, or more than 84% of the population, has been badly affected by the disaster, with safe water the biggest life-saving issue. And that's your 7 News Briefing. I'm Damien Huffenden.